continue worshiping together this morning, please join me in your Bible or Bible apps as we receive these words from the 23rd Psalm, starting in the first verse. The Lord is my shepherd. Now, receive these words taken from the Gospel according to Mark, the 10th chapter, beginning in the 13th verse. People were bringing little children to him in order that he might touch them. And the disciples spoke sternly to them. But when Jesus saw this, he was indignant and said to them, let the little children come to me. Do not stop them, for it is to such as these that the kingdom of God belongs. Truly I tell you, Whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will never enter it. And he took them up in his arms, laid his hands on them, and blessed them. Receive what the Spirit is saying. Thanks be to God. Friends, let's pray together. Spirit, we give you thanks for your presence with us and for another day that we are given to live, to serve, and to love you and our neighbors. I pray that we might always remember that you are with us. May the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you and honor you. For you, O oh God, are our strength and redeemer. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd. These five words hold so much because the Lord, our shepherd, holds you and me and the whole world. An image comes to mind from my travels in the Holy Land way back at the beginning of 2020. The image is of a young Bedouin boy, his arms full of one sheep. It was interesting as our group traveled around Israel and Palestine to see this image, it was powerful to see the Bedouin shepherds with their flocks on what looked like mostly dry, rocky hills. <laughs> the images of the 23rd Psalm took on new meaning the more I observed the landscapes in that place, the landscapes from which the psalm emerged. Much of the terrain is dangerous. It's weather unpredictable. Water and food sources are hidden or scarce. You have to know what you're doing to find them. Predators, of course, abound. Shepherding can be dirty work, dangerous work, exhausting work, 
lonely work. The ancestors of the Hebrew people were all nomadic people, moving with their flocks like those Bedouins to find sustenance, sometimes into the broad green valley of places like the Galilee and other times further afield in times of drought. And that memory persists in the spiritual imagination of the tribes of Israel, the memory of the shepherd doing whatever was needed to tenderly care for every little lamb. Our spiritual ancestors imagined God, not as a king, but as a humble shepherd. Rabbi Harold Kushner writes this, quote, To say the Lord is my shepherd is to say that we live in an unpredictable, often terrifying world. But despite it all, we can get up every morning to face that world because we know that there is someone in that world who cares about us and tries to keep us safe. It's a primal thing, this yearning for someone to make us feel safe in a dangerous world, for someone to make us feel safe and cared for in what can be, and everyone's too busy to care, impersonal world. We humans try to get those needs for love and safety and care in all kinds of ways, some of them healthy ways, and some of them not so much. Even the best humans at some point along the way will hurt and disappoint or not be present with us when we need them the most. But what we are offered in our faith tradition is assurance that the Lord, our shepherd, is present with us every single moment of every single day, every single day of our lives, and present with patience and with compassion and with mercy and with love No matter what mess we may have made of things, even there in those places that we would not expect or perhaps want God to be present. The Good Shepherd is always with us, trying to protect us, to lead us to things that nourish, that sustain, and bless our lives. A good shepherd also seeks out those who are in dangerous places, the wounded ones, the ones who've been led astray. And it doesn't matter how or why they are where they are, the shepherd still cares, still will find them and attend to their needs. Each and every sheep is cared for. All are loved and worthy to be scooped up like that Bedouin boy holding that sheep. 
Jesus modeled this for us, of course, in that little story we heard of welcoming the children, of holding the children, those whom others ignored or would have chosen to exclude. When we are safe and secure, we may forget. But when we find ourselves wounded or lost or being pushed aside or excluded, the promise is that God will remember us and draw near to help. We will be among those enfolded and held in the shepherd's humble, strong, and sure arms. A day ago, I noticed that a colleague with whom I went to seminary, the Reverend Otis Moss III of Trinity United Church of Christ in Chicago, is starting a new sermon series today entitled, quote, I am not okay. It struck me in a deep place as resonant with my own thoughts of late. Just a couple of weeks ago in my midweek ponderings from the Purple Parlor on Facebook, I shared reminders about how our current experience of prolonged struggle of various kinds through the pandemics of 2020 and 2021 are taking a toll on every single one of us. The stress and the confusion and the isolation is landing on our bodies and souls in some kind of way. There is no getting away from it. None of us are above it. We can't get out of it because it is the soup in which we are all living. And we may forget that how we feel in any given moment, how we react in any given moment right now is likely affected by this larger reality. We may forget because it's been going on so long and maybe we think, oh, we got this, we, we figured it out, we know how to do it. I don't know how to do a pandemic. Come on, y'all. Nobody knows how to do a pandemic. And the thing is, is the pandemic knows how to do something to us and it's doing it. I mean, that's the reality. We can try to pretend, we can try to do our best, hunker down. We may forget because it's been going on so long that human systems are literally not made to sustain these levels of uncertainty, danger, and trauma for such long periods of time. We're not made for it. Our system is made to deal with short-term events of danger and trauma. That's why anybody who's been in a war zone comes out different, wounded in deep places. We're not made for that kind of ongoing trauma. My message a couple of weeks ago was a simple reminder that it's okay to not be okay, 
and an encouragement to be gentle with ourselves. We need to remain aware of the context that we are in and to be mindful of how we're reacting to things because I don't think anyone is really okay right now, fully. I mean, we might be doing all right. I'm not saying everything's dire all the time, everywhere. I'm simply saying that we're not all of, you know, how are you doing? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Fine. I'm not sure we're fine. We may be getting by. We're getting through. The new series we begin today is a journey through the 23rd Psalm. Every week through November the 21st, the sermon will take a line from the psalm as the focus for our study and reflection. We'll have opportunities through this time to reflect on the ways God sustains us when we are not okay. The ways God has brought us this far through these challenging years. And we'll also be invited to pray about and commit to support what God will do in and through us as Foundry in 2022 to help care for others as God has cared for us to prepare the table for others as God prepares the table for us. We begin with this simple, profound assurance that the Lord is our shepherd. We'll discover as we journey together through our study of Psalm 23 that its primary message is not that we will be free from the experience of pain or loss or difficulties in our lives, but rather that we will not have to experience anything in our lives alone. Because, as John Wesley affirmed in his dying breath, reflecting the deep wisdom of all the scriptures, the best of all is what? God is with us. The psalmist wrote from a deeply personal place of relationship with God, the Lord is my shepherd. But let's be very clear, the Lord is not just my shepherd or just your shepherd or Christian's shepherd or Jew's shepherd. The Lord is our shepherd and the shepherd of all. God has the whole beautiful broken world in God's Hands as we prepare today to gather at the table that God has prepared for us on this World Communion Sunday, I think about that Bedouin boy shepherd, arms full. I think about the Bedouin shepherds I observed guiding their flocks through dangerous terrain to find sustenance and nourishment for those whom they cared for. 
I imagine God as our shepherd, arms full with all the people in all the places all around the world, gathered at the communion table prepared by God. And I think about those who gather around different kinds of spiritual tables. And I think about all who are suffering or lost, those whose suffering is hidden to others, those whom others ignore or devalue. I think of all these who are watched over and sought out by the Lord, our shepherd, the one who is determined that not one should be lost, that not one will be excluded from the compassion and the love and the care and the grace of our God. As we draw near to the table that God prepares for us, a table where we are nourished in forgiveness and in love, remember that at this table, we, you and I, all of us, are created and called to be the body of Christ for the world, to follow in the way of the good shepherd who labors in love to tend for each and for all. Today, I want to encourage you to really listen to the words of the great Thanksgiving prayer. Let's gather at the table today with all God's people everywhere and truly give thanks for God's bounty of love and mercy and grace shown and showered upon us. Let's give thanks for the encouragement and the nourishment to keep going. Let's give thanks for the grace to participate in God's work of love and justice and and compassion. Let's give thanks for the humble, strong, and sure presence of the Lord, our shepherd.